Again, the Movie Man podcast with your with your boys, uh, Brian. Um, oh, that's right. Matt's not here this week. He's down in in good old Disney with his family, doing the 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 Taylor thing down there, tearing it up, ripping it up. You know, building droids, spinning teacups, whatever they got in Disney. So, uh, me not having any social plans until. Uh, Friday nights, I guess, decided let's keep the podcast a-rolling. So there's only one way to keep it a-rolling, and only one person who is willing to come in. Obviously, you guys know who it is. Does he really need any introduction? Uh, right? He's just shaking his head like, like so. this is a video podcast. <laughs> guys, the, the years of G Fuel has ruined him. <laughs> I didn't know if you still just wanted to answer it yourself. I, or... mean, you could do it. I mean, I was rolling. I was struggling. It was 56 seconds of just me no, like, winging that's, it. That's all right. I gotta um, got save the wing in it for the, the The one thing about Matt being on vacation, um, as happy as I am that he's finally getting some time to himself, is that last night I was playing Xbox with Andrew, and he said, Mike, I, I actually think I'm turning Matt into a Disney adult. And I was just like, oh, I'm Matt's like, oh, been there. No. no, Matt's been there. No, he yeah, but like, help. you know, but he's not like Andrew, like, no, Disney I mean, adult, you know, like. <laughs> Somebody who who makes it a part of their personality. Andrew, I think his... I mean, as we just fucking roast our friends here. <laughs> the, the, on the core audience, <laughs> basically. But, uh, no, Andrew, I know, goes down to Disney every year almost, I think. Before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's gonna has plans to go after the pandemic. Yeah. Especially for your bachelor party. True. He, he's already offered his services to, like, kind of coordinate... Not only did he offer his services... Unsolicitedly. He, unsolicitedly <laughs> says... Hey, listen, if you're going to Disney, I think I should be the one in charge. And I'm like, all right, all right like, yeah. I'm not the one in charge anyway, so oh, fucking yeah. get permission so, from Brian. I don't, yeah, for I don't me, know. It's the way that me and your other uh, co host your other cousin Chris, my other cousin Chris, I get again, yeah, cousin Chris, not yeah. here, is that he's going to do all the all the cool club shit, and I'm going to do all the nerd <laughs> shit. <laughs> Which is yeah, like it's so parks and I guess like you wanted to do like just hanging out stuff. I'm yeah. Like oh, that's that's right on my alley. So like I have two totally different friend groups coming and like I know the parks is something that everybody would be cool with, yeah. but it's like I got friends that we could hang out and have a good time just playing board games and like drinking, and then I have the other friends that like go out and party and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, but also your your bachelor part as we as we agreed on describing it, it is a vacation. vacation. With a bachelor party in it. Yes. Yes. Is, that is that is the best way to put it's it. It's a Mike-cation. Yeah. Is that what we call it? <laughs> Mike-cation. A Mike-cation because there's a lot of things that you like doing. Going into large crowded areas with strangers and then going into wild foreign lands like Florida. <laughs> it's so weird that I'm even thinking about See, leaving the U.S. for my bachelor party. 
Well, then I have to get a fucking passport. <laughs> well, I don't know. Does Florida require passports? To it get might. In? They might. It, depending <laughs> on what, now until <laughs> yeah. next year. That GTA server is. Uh... Oh, Jesus. Fucking. If there's anybody left down in Florida, please let us know. <laughs> Um, as you can hear, obviously, the AC is pumping. It's like 96 degrees. We're in, a, we're in the grips of another heat wave here. Because I don't know if you followed the news in this past month. Uh, the world's going to hell. Sans handbasket. And we're here, gonna, we're going to talk about a movie. Uh, just recently came out. Stars two, like, a, two days ago, right? A couple days ago, I think. Yeah. The stars a well-known Marvel actress with red hair reconnecting with the family members to... All because of a young, a younger girl who probably has a life. Uh, if you look to the future of this franchise, of taking up the mantle of this highly classified, highly, mm-hmm. highly classed assassin, and no, we're not talking about Black Widow. No, coincidentally. Coincidentally, <laughs> not because I mean, it was fine. Yeah, yeah Black Widow was good. It, it was, was fine. Yeah, it was a fine it, in between low stakes Marvel movie it, that they that they introduced. Sex trafficking to the Disney yeah. audience in a classy way. I went, I went in with uh, no expectations. Didn't watch a trailer or nothing. Came out thinking, "Wow, that was a good movie. Yeah. It's fine." I mean, oh, it didn't do as well in the box office like everybody I'm, thought. I'm a, well, they split it. They they kind of Disney kind of like yeah. threw no, the I lead mean, out yeah. a little bit where it made two hundred fifty million dollars on its opening weekend, but it's combined with foreign domestic and streaming and disney yeah it's fine i think i think it'll, i think it's going to continue to do fine i mean it's up against space jam this week yeah oh, yeah yeah not that great but we're talking about was it gunpowder milkshakes gunpowder milkshake just milkshake gunpowder milkshake not plural i don't think it shouldn't be plural there was like two milkshakes in the whole movie <laughs> which just seems like a tremendous endeavor uh so this movie kind of is if john wick Two had five million less dollars, and they're like, "Hey, Zack Snyder, you want to guest edit at certain points?" He's like, "I'll figure it out. <laughs> Don't worry." It's <laughs> like, "Okay, but well, we got to peg this runtime by at least twenty minutes." I got you, bro. It was long. It was it longer though. It was two hours, which eh. it it could have been longer. Uh, it could have been sorry, shorter, yeah. shorter. Uh, much like you said, it's like John Wick Two. Mixed with a few other things, I got serious vibes of like John Wick Two and Hotel Artemis. Yes. I feel like yeah, if you it's put... got that vi- like that kind of odd underworld. Yeah, that's like already established that you're like getting into. Everywhere. Yeah, I, see, I like I like oh, no, the, the whole the lighting. Vibe. The lighting is like there's a lot of um, as we've mentioned before, and it's been in it's a recent trend within the last two years of movies it's the bisexual lighting where it's reds blues purples pinks yeah. uh kind of like it, it can, you could see it like melding into a darker corner with the darker blues and the brighter with the reds and yeah and in the middle it gets the your pinks and your your purples and that there's a bowling alley scene where it's just like there it is i as a bowler were you um, yeah were you more upset that they didn't do a bowling pun that they didn't like knock someone's head down the, the aisle. Well, there, she the did lane. the bowl. She did the bowl. She she threw. She, she rolled the ball at somebody's face. Like she that's pretty cool. Pins. So like or like when she she kneecapped a guy, it should have made the sound the of, uh, of, the, of her knocking I, down pins. So I think that sound should have came in Ooh. when she rolled it and hit the guy's face. Right. Um. But 
it's so weird because as somebody who used to bowl um, pretty seriously yeah, every um, time seriously uh, yeah, even with much. friends seriously. even with friends yeah um, I hate I can't have fun if I bowl under 200 <laughs> that's true but I also hate bowling under like neon lights and stuff like that like I needed to be like Anywhere a plain 1950s bowling alley just you know neon, like just fucking uh, no fluorescent music. lights yeah <laughs> you could hear the sizzle of the, of the, of the tubes that's, oh, that, that was bow, my that bow is strong. Oh yes, that was my childhood. You know, all growing was up. That, was that, like that that smell of talcum powder and, and new oil. skin? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I see. I thought that that scene kind of encapsulated what I thought was. I thought this movie had very good cinematography. I, I thought that the lighting it went was, for it. It did go for it. It did go uh, for it, and I think it, it. I think it stuck the landing. Um, I think there were some missteps with this movie okay um but i don't think cinematography and i don't think the lighting was no. that either like i like that like kind of like the like the the mandy vibe you know oh well, yeah that was that, it's like bright and vibrant yeah, but, but it, with also like you said the dark under undertones but mandy is such a different creature compared to that this, very different <laughs> mandy is just like it's a world that lives under our world Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this is such, like, subterranean. And, like, if the sun shines, that's the weirdest part. <laughs> yeah. But if it's, like, dark for six months, it's like, that's cool. That's okay, yeah. Yeah, but if the sun is, like, bright and sunny like it is today, it's like, this is weird. <laughs> but this this movie is kind of, like, it is shot at night. I think you're you're right. They, in the, the bowling alley is a lot of what makes this movie good. But then, like what comes after it is the worst <laughs> when they start going into the story and it's just okay well we're gonna if it, it, okay yeah it's an unlikely pair between a, a young girl and an assassin got it seen it okay it is an assassin who is trying to keep a secret from the young girl got it seen it uh, most of it is the professional uh, but you, you they never built up the, the bad guy Mm-hmm. in the end or yeah. the corporation and there, there's easy ways of doing it and I don't want to be like oh you know a movie about it's nothing like I'll get it out of the table if this movie starred fucking Channing Tatum as Karen Gillan or if it was the or Ryan whoever if it started a guy I'd be just as critical yeah this has nothing no, no. this has oh, nothing yeah, to yeah. do with women I think anything. I actually think the cast was, was fantastic they, yeah. like, I think they had a good cast the problem was they didn't know what they were doing with them. Um, they had Michelle Yeoh spinning around in slow motion. Why? They had Carlo Gugino getting into a. a I, oh God! This should we? I mean, this movie's kind of. There's weird really where, no. There's really no, no plot, and there's like no spoilers. There's no like major honestly. twist. It's like you know what? It yeah. turned out to be Nebula's dream this whole time. Yeah. I mean, it it come it boils down to this. We're like. The only way to really listen to this review is if you just watch the movie. Like, otherwise, you know, if you want to be surprised, I'll, I'll, you know, like, I'll, I'll give them a bone. I'll wait fifteen. I'll wait till fifteen minutes. Okay. So that before we start jumping into the story, yeah. I'll talk about a little bit about the action. I thought um, Karen Gillan must be very clumsy in person. Because you could see the way she kind of moves her arms and kicks people, where she was like, I'm going to be really scared to kick this guy. Because I'm, I'm sure, like, in Marvel, 
it's a little bit easier to kind of sneak a stunt double in with like fight scenes especially when she's dressed in the makeup and, right but yeah. with this it's like you see her kind of kick one of the the three stooges and it's like a very like eh, very soft kick <laughs> And yeah, nothing like nothing against her. It's like you could see it in any action movie where you could literally see a person like just kind of almost timid to punch people. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, well, you're gonna make contact. Don't be afraid to make contact. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think this is like aside from Marvel. I think this is like the first like action movie she's like. Well, she was in Jumanji. Oh yeah, that's true. She was. I, didn't, I never I never watched that, so she I don't was know. Ocu- Oculus. The movie about the 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 evil mirror. I never saw that either. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I know she looked. Does she do like John Wick esque fight scenes? Shit, like, like, yeah, yeah, like does she like? I don't know. I haven't seen those movies, so I don't I know the, if that's like. I uh, know uh, she doesn't, but I I think they they do kind of had a very interesting angle where they paralyzed their arms. I really like that. That yeah. was like really. It was like unique, and it and it it gave me the vibe of the every frame. Of, every frame of painting of the Jackie Chan oh, yeah, movies we, we, where he's always at the bottom like he starts at the bottom and then he has to like work his way up yeah. and I think they did a very good job with that especially when they carried it into the car scene which was cool the car scene yeah um at the slow the slow <laughs> speed car yeah. chase um the normal 20 mile an hour chase in a parking garage the the one thing I, I will I will say I did look it up it, it was a 30 million dollar budget mm-hmm. so I'll take my uh, my criticism of the grain of salt. Yeah, there was I only, understand. I, I think there were only like five set pieces. If you if you think about it, you had the bowling alley, you had the mall, you had the doctor's office, you had the library, and then you had the, apartment. the diner and the apartment. So like I say, like it was very like a very small world. It was very concise, but it dragged in between each time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot, and also a lot of things like getting close to. Uh, but yeah it it does kind of hit breaks when it doesn't really need to like you could have like there are movies where it's just you know like a race against time like this is closest comparison I would say to this is it's almost like Birds of Prey or like or 16 Blocks where you have like one our main character is trying to get the character that they are in charge of or in, in not cahoots with but like in uh, guardianship of to mm-hmm. a certain spot but it seemed like the little girl was really not in any danger at all at all they could have so. just like kicked her out to the curb it's like alright yeah. go find go find a cop or something mm-hmm. I, yeah there was a point where like they could have just brought the little girl someplace like a lot more safe yeah like a church or they could have had like uh you know michelle yo or uh how do you pronounce her last name is it yo is it yo, yo? yo. yo. um y-e-o-h yo. yo uh so like just bring her somewhere safe and then it's like all right like well i think they, sam at, you can at, deal with this at the end now <laughs> that's what they were trying to get at at that like um <laughs> at, the, at the library scene where they had, like, the six guys, I guess, <laughs> that they had. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right. So, so what, one thing before the spoilers... It is 15 minutes. That, ...that I wasn't a big fan of. Oh. Um, it's so weird to have um, Karen, uh, Karen Gillian... Gillen. 
Gillen. Um, I, I keep for some reason it's like one of those things where it's like Karen Gillian Jacobs. You you had to say that. Yeah, <laughs> like, you you kind of have to almost say it in like an accent, like with uh, uh, Sergei Ronan. Like you have to say yeah. it in that accent. It's like that's how you that's or like Donald Gleason. Yeah. Like, that's, like you don't look at how it's spelled. You you look at you try to like say it in the, like, their so, accent. So speaking of accents, that is my bone to pick. Oh, that because she didn't have an accent. I'm confused as to why she had an American accent when her mother was English and her father wasn't even like in the picture. And they weren't in America. And they weren't. They, they weren't in America. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were like, definitely not in America. Yeah. So like I don't. And so when I showed Anna the trailer of this, Anna who was an English lass and a um, Karen Gillan cosplayer. <laughs> oh man, if only she had red hair. She, um, oh, it, she, it would look really close. She kind of has red hair. It's. Right? Like, it's, like, it's got, like, like, a mean, weird, like, reddish like, brunette, like, but it's, like, not red. Kind of, it's, like... Yeah, she's, like, close enough to being a redhead, but like, she's, like, not a redhead. You can forgive the mistake. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, like, with me. It's, like, when I had hair, it's, like, oh, it's, it's red. It's, like, no, it's blonde. Yeah. No, it's red. So, I, sh- I showed her the trailer, mm-hmm. and I was, like, I have to watch this for this podcast. I was, like, it. do you want... I, I did, but I, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I wanted to watch it. Right, right. Um, so, I showed her, I was, like, would you want to watch this movie you know let me know if not i'll watch it on my own so i showed her the trailer and she's like no i don't want to watch it um i don't know why she doesn't have an american accent why she has an american accent and since she's like especially with her british mother and i was like yeah that's a good point good point <laughs> so and she like, was 15 years old when her mom left her yeah so it wasn't she even like be well in it's not even like anna where like anna like lost her accent when she was like five right like she is like an established adult when her mom leaves the picture yeah, after <laughs> like there's no like real major change besides like physical yeah like you pretty much have the accent you're going to have at that point yeah so uh really weird well, I, 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 I lived in i lived in cambridge all my life and then i visit nebraska for 20 minutes and yeah there goes the old uh, the old english accent yeah it's uh it's weird i loved uh what's her name in this um there's a lot of what's her names there's Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Playing anime. I think that was the her name. name. Yeah. Uh, Carlo Gugino played Madeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle Yeoh played Michelle Yeoh. Uh, Paul Giamatti was Giamattiing all over Paul the place. Paul Giamatti was Paul Giamatti. Like, he, like, he, like, Paul Giamatti has found himself a nice character where he's like, man in suit in the <laughs> beginning of the movie, man in suit at the end of the movie. Okay. Yeah, uh, that was always somebody that I never really liked because he was always very good at playing the bad guy. Yeah. So, like, I never liked any of his characters, but then I realized, oh, that's what makes him a good actor. But uh, Angela... Paul Giamatti's listening to this, like, no, I wanted to be like... (laughs) Um, I I tried. Angela Bassett I became a big fan of over over quarantine because she's in uh, 911, the TV TV drama show that me and Anna watch. (laughs) Uh, Plays a badass cop. But uh, but that's about it. That's all I really know of yeah. her, except for uh, she. Was, I mean, she's in a ton of stuff. Yeah, she. Like, I don't want to like. She is in a lot of stuff. Angela Bassett has been progressively more badass as she's gotten older. Ramonda and Black and uh, Black Panther. Yeah, she was she was Black Panther's mom. Obviously, uh, she was in. Stella got a group back. I think she was also in When Waiting to Exhale. Like this, just look. She was in. Tr- Fucking tr- a Tremors movie. She, she was in Mission, Mission Impossible. She wasn't in Mission Impossible. She, she Miss Impossible was the last one. Yeah. She was Henry Cavill's boss. Yep. yep. She's a she's a badass. There like there's no there's no woman here that you'd be like oh, 
that's that's a stretch. Like no, yeah. it's like they're all like Lena Headley. Uh, she she was great, but I felt she was underused. Uh, I agree. I feel that like they they had no mystery to anybody. So when okay, so now we're past the, the point that I said I was going to start spoiling mm-hmm. shit. So Lena Headley leaves her twenty five year old, fifteen year old daughter in a in a diner in a in this in the the biggest movie diner you've ever seen. And she yeah. sets up this guy, comes in, kind of cuts Karen Gillan kid face. Like, oh, where's your mommy? And then she's like, fuck you, bang, bang. And then, <laughs> and then she's like, I gotta go. And then you see it, you see it happen. You see, like, her leave, and you see her slow-mo run, like Karen Gillan, slow-mo run to her mom. You don't need any of that. Cut that shit out. It's like, I gotta go. And then you just see, like, when it, it kind of, what I expected to happen so there's a dramatic close-up of the girl who plays young Karen Gillan's face. And you see her eyes are closed. It's like, close your eyes, baby. And she closes her eyes. And everything. you don't see any action. So it's all happening in the background. And then it comes back and she opens her eyes. And I'm like, okay, well, now she should be an adult. Yeah. There, but that, then it's there like, was a transition oh, no, we're going to see the abandonment yeah, happen. <laughs> like, yeah. There was, there was a part where, like, I thought you were to saw, like, you know, the blood kind of disappear and then it's the scar. Right. Like, I thought it was going to transition as well. Or, like, and you, then I was like, ha- or oh, she, she, would, okay. she just came from killing people so she could have a little bit of blood. So, that's the thing. I feel like what this movie did well is they didn't force feed exposition uh, exposition when it comes to like the underground stuff? No, and I like that because that's it's similar they to didn't John focus Wick. On it. Yeah, they, I don't even think they really cared about it up until they're like when Angel Bass is like, "You must be a ghost because ghosts don't talk," and that's like, "Oh, yeah, okay. yeah." So like that's like the only time where you really get like backstory as to like what they do. Uh-huh. So like I was totally okay with the beginning of it focusing on her relationship with her mom and like kind of what happened there because it like if it was like if it jumped from like that scene at the diner to then like this is what we do now and this is kind of everything like they kind of just like glanced over it so you can get to the next like yeah. scene they push by it exactly and i and they i kind of push by a lot of things by that too they did they did they push by like and i think what i was going to mention before is they push by the seriousness of the villain of the, mm-hmm. the Russian guy with the, I guess, the really deep voice, or... Deep voice. He's, he's like, oh, I'm a bad guy, and you killed my son. <laughs> but, like... What, what else is... I don't, he's, I, I'm he's, gonna look at... Yeah, he's, he's in other, he's in other stuff. stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so, what... I think what John Wick did to kind of make Alexei serious in it is that they had a scene with him and his son where he's like, you dumb fuck, you, you killed John Wick. Like, you killed John Wick's dog, you know, like, that scene where he's like... Where you could see uh, that was it. it's like where they drink vodka together, but the son shoots it down and he takes his time with it. Uh, yeah, and that kind of shows that that sells your hero while also selling your villain. It's like okay, your villain, your, your hero's a badass, but yet your villain is, you know, trying to is not someone to be, just be passed by. They had a scene where he's like, "Oh, my son's dead. Let me. Where's his shoe? Tied his shoes. Like, don't tell his mom." <laughs> Uh, but it's like you could t- you could go to that underling, and be like, and just say like, if you don't find who did it, I'm gonna kill you, and then kill his underling or something, just something like small. So he actually just hit you. His uh, per, like not 
I think this is like the first movie that he's been in where he's been like an actual like main like kind of like villain or whatever because everything that like I'm I'm looking at like Guardians of the Galaxy he was like a Ravager pilot he was the he was one of the policemen in Kingsman um, he was uh, oh he's a stunt guy not not even like a stunt guy he's just like a like a, a featured extra uh, like yeah a featured extra essentially like he was in the Last Jedi as senior first officer. Uh, senior first order officer. Oh, he's one of those. Oh. He played. He played the abusive. He played the abusive um, husband to uh, in Ready Player One. The dad, like the stepdad, like very like minor characters that right. are only in like one or two scenes. Like it seems like that's kind of how he's had his career. Okay. So. So fair enough. But he, so that's where that budget comes in, where it's like I'm pretty sure they're like, yeah, could we get Peter Stromar? Nah, I can't. <laughs> What if, well, Giamatti is killing us. He's only in three scenes. <laughs> oh, but he's killing us. We had uh, uh, the Reverend from uh, World's End in this movie. Um. Oh yeah, the oh yeah the uh, the dentist. The dentist, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or the was, doctor. Was he a dentist or was he, he was a, a doctor? He was a he was a dentist, but he was a mob doctor. Gotcha. So he makes extra money on the side by fixing up mobsters. Which best one of the best scenes in the in the thing is that the dentist office fight, yeah, where she only has to use her like legs and her her, her guile or physics and momentum, right? Yeah, uh, for, because her arms are essentially like dangling. Everybody, <laughs> everybody in that fight, it's a it's a very Jackie Chan fight scene where it's like everyone has their disadvantages, but each yeah. one is different. Yeah. So one guy can't really. His, his, like, shoulder's broken, and one guy has his leg up in a cast, and the other guy's in a fucking wheelchair. <laughs> in a wheelchair. wheelchair, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, like, this is this is good stuff. So and this explains why they can't shoot, like, yeah. a person standing in a hole. And it's and it's funny because they made a fight with four people who are at a, a, a 3v1 fight where each person is essentially disabled for that fight. Right. And they made it entertaining, like, funny. And also the action was really, like, it was yeah. choreographed very well, I yeah. thought. And for a comedy fight, because that's what, up until the end, when everyone started getting fucking throat cut, shot yeah. in the face. Oh, the milk, milkshakes fucking smashed through their face. Oh, no, that was the dinosaur. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about the... the oh, the library. When they pushed oh. the giant gotcha. tooth yeah. on top of the guy's head, I was like, oh, okay. Like, this is... <laughs> and and this is where, like, I... I hate the fact that, like, the music industry doesn't, like, is not cool with this shit. Because it's like, that's a very generic song in the background. Yeah. It'd be really cool if you had, like, I don't know, some, some rockin' beats. Yeah. But I guess I guess you spent all your money on uh, Janis Joplin. <laughs> which always, were, which always like, when we think about scenes like that, like, it always makes me laugh thinking about, like, how small of a movie Shaun of the Dead was, and it, it was able to land Queen in the Don't Stop Me Now fight. That was, like, it like, built up all for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like imagine, like, like, imagine, like, that's what they blew their budget on, essentially. It's like, look, we have a... I think they, they made, like, Sean Dead for less than 10 million pounds. Yeah. So, like, look, we could have this stuff, or we could spend 2 million of it on Queen. Yeah. Like, let's do let's Queen. Do and Edgar Wright, you know, knowing how to cheat certain things, mm-hmm. it's like, I'll figure it out. Don't worry. Yeah. But I think... With this, I wish they had someone who knew how to cheat his way around stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, cheat around, like, the lower budget, cheat around... I, and I also think that what ki- also killed me was a lot of the sets. 
where mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, you definitely saw that one scene, but what about like the like it was a well lit library, and you could see the top of the bookshelves. Yeah, I was like, you don't want to see the top of the bookshelves. Like you don't want to see because it kind of it kind of shrinks everything down and gives everyone a perspective because you could see how tall Karen Gillan is compared to other people. Yeah, and she's yeah. Look, she's I, I I'm not I'm not killing the Gillan here, but she's very tall <laughs> and she has very long legs and these mm. men are very squat. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of weird because. Like, I kind of liked that. Like, I liked the aspect that, like, she comes off as a very, like, average person. But, like, obviously her skill set is a lot more evolved. Right. But, like, I, I like, like you said, like, with the top of the bookshelves, like, you seeing can, that, you like... You see the shortness of the... Yeah. Like, you, you, yeah. like I, it, it reminded me of the John Wick 3 library scene. Like, this is what you wanted. You wanted them to go around bookshelves and be used as stuff. But when you can see the top of stuff, mm-hmm. and it's such, like, a a wide set where everything is just like, okay. Well, if you just kind of frame the shot a little bit better, you could... But, and also, that was, like, the worst lit place out of them all. Like, it was so, like... The library? The library. It was so bright compared yeah. to, like the bowling alley compared to the apartments like it was like blindingly bright but see like that's see that's where like i'm okay with it because it's like realistic like if you go to a library at night like it's going to be light it's good no, like they have the they have the led lights like uh, like i would have preferred lights, if it was like... just like only those like low lamps because you can hide so much shit with and especially if she's trying to hide herself yeah from and also Lena Headey running slow motion, <laughs> like to stop with the slow motion. It was it so... was a little it was a Ooh. little too much slow motion, but you know, but that's where I I like the idea it's, of like it felt like it was padding. Like all right, you didn't have enough shots, yeah. so you're padding the slow motion. With all of the action scenes in like the library, like I feel like they could have had like destruction happen to then change the lighting. Mm. Like, you know, like with all the guns that were going off, like shoot out a light and then it's like you get that dramatic right. you know, not everything's well lit anymore. Like I think that's where you could have like gone with that, but I did like how that apparently is like the coolest fucking library in the world where they have different environments, you know, to really get in your get in the yeah. headspace of reading. That's so what like libraries are. They do that. Yeah, do they? I mean, if they have the space. I don't, I don't know if I've ever been to a library that has a, fo- a magical forest with fog uh, with fog coming from the bottom. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that, like, compared to those other two things, because they were trying to hide the obvious stunt double for Angela Bassett and Ms. Michelle Yeoh. Because mm-hmm. like, you can't, they can't have them do everything all the time. Yeah. But with Karen Gillan, it's like it was kind of like a point of pride to see. It was her and Lena Heaton. He, I wonder if she did her own stunts. I think she did. I think she did a lot of them because there was one where she got knocked back, and you could see it kind of like it was it was a slow motion knockback, and you could see her hit the floor, but you see it not like taking a flat back bump. Mm-hmm. Like you'll see like oh boom like a I think something exploded or some shit, and she yeah oh when the when the bombs when the when the the masked guys after the kidnapping they yeah. they threw a grenade and she got kind of knocked back you could see she kind of like took this 
hit on the ground, but she kind of was like on her side a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's like very. Her her legs were up, but yet she was off. This it's very hard to explain if you don't watch it. But it's like, oh yeah, that's Karen Gillan taking that. <laughs> um, she did have a stunt uh, double, right. but you know, I think how lot... well that was utilized. Right. I don't know. Um, I... I'm trying to see who like what uh, what other movies the stunt uh, coordinator, coordinator has yeah. done. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I'm not saying that. I think it's just budgetary. A lot of it comes down to the low under sixty million dollar budget. I mean, mm-hmm. John Wick one, you know, why it was great because yes, it was made for less than twenty five million. I don't think it was made for like twenty million at a point. Uh, and what made it work is that a lot of the fight scenes didn't go on forever, so like you could kind of hide a lot of shit. And also, like the people who did work with Keanu Reeves, yeah, like he worked for like months doing that shit. This I, I don't know if this if this got affected by the pandemic or not because like if it did like that's not like a lot of these a lot of movies may like come out in twenty twenty one you have to kind of go like well was this made during the pandemic was this made before the pandemic and just picked up reshoots after the pandemic so there's a lot of there's, there's a tougher part of kind of criticizing it or or you know enjoying it yeah um, so the guy who directed this. His name is uh, Navat Papushado. Papushado. Um, honestly, this is his like third. This is his third movie he's been involved in. Okay. As a director. Okay. Um, and the other two were Rabies, which came out in 2010, and Big Bad Wolves, which came out in 2013. But it's like. I feel like if they have... I think for somebody who doesn't have a whole lot of experience under his belt, I think that this movie was good. Yeah. You I know, think- I think it could have been better. I don't think that it was, like, the worst... Like, when when I came in here, you were like, so that movie was, like, it's bad. bad. I mean, considering, it was- considering to compare it to all the other action movies I've seen, it's bad. Yeah. Because it bored me. Yeah. Like, I was so bored that by the end, I fast-forward through one of the gunfights. And I... Which one? Um, the one where they're like, I think no, it was through the apartment where they were like, they were still like chasing him through, and I'm like, I don't fucking care. Oh, uh, okay. It's like this is stupid. Yeah. Like even then, it's like you should do this whole thing where instead of seeing them crawl through a vent, you should see instead of them going to like another fucking backup kitchen, for the joke because you made the joke of Haley going, oh that that fridge back there, that's that's unacceptable, that's really dirty. You have them crawl through this whole thing. Have the guys kind of like look around, like I don't know where they fucking went, and then have her pop up like, that fridge, really dirty. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of the scenes felt like a lot of the stuff that killed me was the stuff that was extended for the runtime. Yeah. Like you can see, it's just like, all right, we have to hit, you know, maybe nine. Like we have to hit a, like almost 120 minutes. We have to hit this. Like we have to hit a certain amount. It's like nah, just fucking yeah. cut. Like what makes that some action movies great is that they don't last long. Mm-hmm. It's like you could, like a Marvel movie has a lot to fucking dump on you. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay, that's two hours because we got to set up this, we got to do this, we got to set up the next movie, we got to set up the next big villain, or we got to set up this villain, we got to do this whole thing, whatever. Action scenes are plenty, but this it's just like, all right, make it fun, make it fast, make it snappy, you know? Yeah, I I would want to do more research 
into like how this movie was made because like I feel like for the the cast of this movie I feel it was like like kind of deserved a again a more experienced director and I think the director is kind of where this was hung up a little bit so I, I'm just I don't know how somebody like so inexperienced and out of like he hasn't worked since 2013 so it's like I'm not like giving him shit, but it's like more so of like the question of like so how why did, you why yeah exactly why this person? I think it was Netflix trying to be like Disney where they go okay well this person is they're still relatively new. If we hire them and it's successful, we could kind of tell cater them to what we want. I don't yeah. know, I don't know if that's the case. So I know they do Marvel does that a lot with directors, but like, like they'll hire somebody and be like you don't have a setting. You're gonna do what we tell you. Yeah. Except if you're like Taika Waititi was like, no, <laughs> this is what I'm gonna do. James Gunn, same thing. It's like, no, you got yeah. nothing to lose here. Yeah. But yeah, so like, like that's he wrote the movie too. Um, oh, so it's but it's based on a comic, I think. It's based on like. Is it? I think it's based off a graphic novel. Let me check. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of research um, happening. Powder, milkshake. Comic? Question mark? Cause yeah, mm. it, if that's a if this is an original idea, then like, fucking flip the script completely. Cause that then this is that's pretty alright. I think it's an original. I don't see any. Right. I don't see any comic thing about it. Um, wow. Even if I type in like gunpowder milkshake comic, like nothing. Popping even says like this is based of the movie. It's just like cl- like sh- screenshots of the movie. Wow. I, yeah, I don't think it's like. I think it went for the stylish and like violent action movie, right. and and it I think it did fall short in some places. But overall, like I wouldn't say that the movie was bad. I would. It, it's a very it's, average movie for me. Right. It's very dull. It's mm-hmm. very dull. And very like it, 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 it runs the risk of being, and also not. There, there are parts where it's like not too charismatic. Like the little kid could have been a little bit more feistier. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just like, yeah. Also, I I love the Carlo Gugino slant at fighting that scumbag guy, where he took just gl- he took a glancing blow from a fucking Gatling gun right across the chin. Yeah. It's like. Your face would be melting. Yeah, no, and and that's and that's that wall I, would be fucking dirt by now. I forgot. I forgot what I was watching, but there was like somebody that had like a like a fifty cal sniper and right. like shot somebody, and like you know they just like fell. And I turned to and I was like, you know that like if this actually happened, like that person's like chest would be exploded, right? Took a fifty cal round in the shoulder. Your arm would be yeah. six feet behind. Oh you. yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah, it's gone. Like, a headshot with that, like, right. literally turns your head into confetti. Like, it's not going to be, like, just a fucking it's bullet a mini. hole. This is the gun that goes on the bottom of an airplane. Yeah. This takes down warships. Yeah. And, and just glancing off of, of a rock. And it would have shot through Everything. the cement Everything. that was there. Like, Ooh. cement and rebar doesn't protect you from a, a fucking Gatlin gun. What I would have laughed at, like, if this was like trying to be more... I, like, I would love to... I. I would love to see this in an action movie, especially an action comedy, but they're shooting this fucking thing and there's people fighting in the like the room in front of it. 
and they're shooting this Gatling gun, and they're like, oh, shit, there's a Gatling, there's a yeah. fucking what's going on? Yeah, <laughs> All these people should be turned to, like, mist. Yeah, it's like, it's like, when they had the two guys that were, like, up against the wall or whatever, trying to, like, protect themselves. Right. The first pass-through, maybe, <laughs> maybe you'd be fine. Right. But, like, as soon as she goes back again for the second swing, you're done. You're done. And then it's like, she goes back, like, four or five times, and you see it happen, I'm just like, no, these people would be dead. Just red mist in the air. Yeah, you just and need, then, like, one bullet to hit in the same bullet hole as the previous bullet, and, and you're dead. The be- also, another fun thing, like, this, this fight... This Carla Gugina section of the fight was so like it could have been so wild, but it was kind of because it was to the backtrack of Janis Joplin, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, take another little piece of the heart, you know, the whole. I, I'm not gonna play it. Also, it, every time I hear that song, it reminds me of Thirty Rock. Of, <laughs> I don't know if you, you've seen. Have you seen? Oh, so they have yeah. to, to spin off because we're also one pet, of your favorite shows, right? I love that show. I fucking love Thirty. I've watched it so many times, <laughs> but they had there's this thing where Jenna wants to do uh, this character Jenna played by Jane Krakowski wants to do like a serious movie, and it was at the time of like uh, Joaquin Phoenix doing uh, Walk the Line, Jamie Foxx doing Ray, all this other shit. She's like, I'm gonna play Janis Joplin in the Janis Joplin biopic, and then Alec Baldwin, the head of NBC, goes, Great. We just purchased the rights to it, but we don't have any rights to the song or her life or her name. <laughs> so we have to come up with a different... So it's like, so what are we going to do now? It's like, And so he's like, I'll rewrite everything. <laughs> so all the songs are about food, and her name is Janie Jimbler or Jackie Jormchomp. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, like throughout the episode, it keeps on changing. That's really funny. I... And that's is the, it a linear story, or is it yeah. like every episode's kind of no, like it's, it's all linear? All okay, every, yeah, I think it's on Peacock. I by the way, this, I might this, have to watch it. This uh, show, bro, this episode brought to you by Peacock. That's why I <laughs> suck at Netflix. No, <laughs> also, yeah, this movie is on Netflix now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad it's on Netflix and didn't go to the theater because this oh, would made very little money. Yeah, uh, I would think we also got torn to shreds if it went to movie theaters. Yeah. See, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, I want movies like this to keep coming out. Oh yeah. So I hope that they keep do taking good. shots, Playboy. Like, and, it, yeah, and this is like, and this, and a movie like this, although it's like we've seen it, you know, happen a few times with like John Wick and stuff like that. Like movies like this are even exactly, more than John Wick. John Wick is the most current one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like this was exactly the reason why, like, I wanted a movie like, um, like remember when Cloud Atlas first came out. Like, I wanted that movie to do good because it at least gives more opportunity for original fantasy stuff. And, like, movies like this, I fuck with because it's like, alright, maybe it's not as good as John Wick, but it's still original, it's still new, it was shot differently than what we've seen. And, yeah, did it fall short a little bit? Yes. But it's still a good movie. Movies like this, if it's original, tell studios, like, alright, well, maybe we should try more original shit. Mm-hmm. But like, like, cause like John Wick was like, I came at the time where it's like, old man action sucks. Yeah. Let's yeah. do good action now. And then we've got a whole bunch of good action movies now. Yeah. Pretty sure Keanu Reeves probably just like sat down with the board of whatever industry, whatever movie made that and just showed them like the raid and was just like, let's do something like this. Well, I feel like <laughs> that's what Dread, Dread, Dread 2, where it was like, yeah, we could just do that. True. 
Dread fucking slaps. Dread slaps. <laughs> also, Lena Heaney with a minigun. Look what happened to those poor people who lived on that floor. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> That's, yeah, the people that were hiding behind the cement yeah. got fucking destroyed. That's also, what happened. Like, Lena Heaney had these two guns with, like, fucking knives on it. Bad cool. Bad cool. A lot of badass shit going on. Yeah. Just dull filmmaking. Yeah. There, just dull story, like dull, maybe dull editing. Maybe there wasn't anything too. Creative. I think the I think the action scenes were were like really good. Yeah, I thought the the choreography for the fights was really good. The the bowling alley scene was awesome. The doctor's office scene was awesome. The library, like all the different ways people were dying this is a, this and, and is a killing. Really, this is a really good sandwich with really shitty bread. Yes. It's like, oh, yes. like I love everything you just told me. Yes. Like, yeah, prime rib mac and cheese on what? A soggy old hamburger bun? Yeah, or it's like, you know, oh, when okay. when places try to get, like, really fancy with their bun and it just, like, takes away from, like, the Dude. actual meat of the sandwich. Oh, we've got ourselves a 20-ounce burger that's cooked to perfection, caramelized onions, melted cheese on an English muffin. That's too too little of a thing. Yeah, what it's you not good dry. enough. It's dry that, all the time. This um, English muffin is a dunking muffin. Yeah, it's a no, dunking thing. You got to dunk it in the tea or coffee. Fully agree with you on that statement. There was a lot of good <laughs> Just stuff. Turns to food. There was a lot of good stuff in this movie, and I feel like it's going to be overpowered by poor pacing, mm-hmm. a little bit of poor editing, and and by a little bit I mean like a good amount. Um, but, like, yeah, I don't think that... I think a, a lot of people will also try to combat, like, com- like they'll try to... Whoever says that this movie is bad because it's a female-led action movie... Fucking idiot. It's a fucking moron. Yeah. Anyone who says this movie would not be good because it's anything... It hasn't, no, no. The, that aspect has nothing to do... In fact, it's better because it gives you such, like... In, in a general audience, I think people do not look at women as a threat yeah as obviously as they don't but when you see them kick so much ass and like especially michelle yo who like her last three movies were like her as just like the asian mother yeah and you just just kind of fucking like just hang a guy by a fucking chain yeah and you're like yo michelle yo she uh she fucking kicks ass in uh in star trek uh the tv show star trek discovery um i think she's also gonna be in shang chi is she? I think so, yes. So, I mean, look, Michelle Yeoh's about to kick some ass. But, but like, that has, like, this, like, the female versus male thing, and it's also not woke, it's not like they stop in the middle of a thing, it's like, you should be nice to the ladies, because you're a man, and the men, it's like, no, it's, it's pretty much like, an evil corporate, a faceless evil corporation that Paul Giamatti works for, is just evil. Yeah. And, it's and then they're like, alright, well, we'll try to pass the buck on this one thing to avoid kind of a, a hiccup in our market mm-hmm. and I, that's fine like that's that's good that's a good that's good background villain shit do your background villain shit it's just very poorly put together poorly yeah put together. I, th- I think I, I think I could agree, I would agree yeah. with you on that uh, alright so we're about 47 minutes in I know we just ended it with saying it's a poorly put together movie and you now know that you, you know the new scale right where it's the movie scale, where it's the one through ten of like what you would really rate this, mm-hmm. and then there's the interjoyment scale, where it's like, did you have fun with it? Like, if it's like, it's always okay. that weird thing of like, how can you grade a kids movie? It's like, you can't put it in the same same rank as Goodfellas. So 
I really like I really like that because making sure it's interjoined. There's there's a lot of movies that I on the right scale. that I think are fucking great mm-hmm. that fall that maybe as a movie aren't isn't that high. So I I really like that I like that scale. It's a, it's a, it's a out. <laughs> it's a good out. It's a good out. <laughs> like, how else can I say that National Treasure is a fucking great movie compared to Indiana Jones? It's like a, a the interjoyment scale is that a out of, out of you ten could, or you is that like it, a like, you could do it any way you want? It's an interjoyment. Like I inter uh, I forgot one movie we were talking about, but I was like I interjoyed this so much that the fact that the movie was like a four. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I think Heavyweights. Heavyweights. I was like, this movie's like a four. Oh, it's but interjoyingly, yeah. it's an eight. Like yeah. it's a hundred. Like yeah. So like National Treasure for me is like that's like a hundred on yeah. on that scale. Yeah. But it's like you know it's like, like a ninety nine on the actual movie scale. Wow. <laughs> it's both a thousand percent and nine and nine hundred ninety percent more <laughs> than we normally go to. Um. So for this movie, I think. I think as a movie, I would give it like, I'd probably give it like a seven. Wow. Or like a, eh, like a is... six and a half or a seven. Okay. I think in I really enjoyed the movie. Fair enough. I I thought that it was a it was a fun, colorful action movie. It reminded me of a throwback to like a day of just like. Like Bruce Willis fucking around or some shit. Like when yeah. people cared. It, it's it's weird because like I can't like I can't rate this movie any different than I than I could like the raid okay. or like John Wick. Where right. it's like obviously the story is not the fucking point. It's the action, and I think if that's what they were going for, I think they did a good job. So I'd I'd probably give it a seven in enjoyment. I'd probably give it like a like a nine. I think it was like very high. Yeah, again, there am, was only a few things where I yeah. where I was like, all right, this could like you know move it along. I am, but like, I interjoyed this at a six. Oh, yeah. Well, all right. And I'm movie wise at a four and a half. Wow. All right. So we're like, like say, opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, <laughs> to say the least. Um, I thought that the boring parts outweighed a lot of the good parts, and for, and, and <clears> while I was watching the movie, I was like. Did this happen in this? Like I was forgetting what happened in the movie, mm-hmm. but I think there is a lot of great pieces to look at. Like if I'm on YouTube, like oh, that's a fight. Let me check that shit out. Yeah. It it and but like everything in between that is like <laughs> don't need it. Hmm. I don't think I can be. What as did you harsh. think of Hotel Artemis, by the way? I like I liked it. Okay. It did was. Did you like, feel like they sold it wrong though? Because it's like oh, action and everything. Hospital room. Yes, I think that it, it was more of just a lady overcoming her. <laughs> that movie fell victim to its marketing mm-hmm. because the whole marketing seemed to be like picture Wick, but picture the Wick. underground of John Wick. That's this hotel, and it's like you get there, and it's like, all right, I see what they're talking about, but like it's not there. Like it's, it's not all there. It's like you like the purge outside, John Wick <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> Then you're gonna love Jodie Foster overcoming crippling anxiety as her and Dave Bautista talk about kicking Jeff Goldblum out of the hospital. Okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did. I did uh, also like another movie like uh, was it Free Fire, where it's like in the, it takes place in the seventies, and it's like Brie Larson, and they're all in a, in a fucking room, and it's like everyone like don't shoot each other. They sold it as like, oh, it's a loud '70s comedy, just like the Nice Guys. 
by the way, if you haven't seen The Nice Guys... Fucking slaps. <laughs> good fucking movie. Yeah, really good movie. One of the best movies that made no fucking money whatsoever. Yeah. Also, yeah. Just, I, think, yeah. I think a really good double feature would be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and The Nice Guys, back to back. Except so that's like 35 hours because Brad Pitt's got to drive down fucking Hollywood Boulevard. I haven't watched that movie yet. Which one? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I got it if you want it. Is it good? I got it if you want it. That answers my question. So that brings us to... That is where is Matt that would shoot? That is That's the, the shoot. shoot! That's the shoot. I'm better than Matt Taylor as he's in <laughs> Disney doing Disney adult things like a psychopath. No, well, you'll find out. I've been to Disney. Right. It's okay. But you've been to Disneyland. I've been to the one in California. Right, Disneyland. Yeah. At Disney World. It's the same thing. No, it's not. It's almost... Ex- no, it's not. Have you been to Disneyland? It's a smaller land. But it's the same thing. Di- They've got the same it's stuff. A, it's a world. Disney World. Still got the same stuff. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Splash Mountain fucking sucked. Sorry. Yeah. It's a, it's a water slide. <laughs> a Tower of Terror. Or the Guardians... Guardians well, now, of the now, Galaxy Tower, whatever they call it. Now they, now okay. they have Avengers Campus out there. All right. Where they shoot a Spider-Man mannequin out. Of yeah, crowd. like that's cool, but it's just like it's the same thing as every amusement park. It's yeah. like you wait online for hours to the go most, on a this ride. This might be the most contentious part of the movie. This show. is dumb. No. Like Disney is cool, like, but it's not like life changing. I think if you. I think you also were not a big Disney kid growing up. Holes is one of my favorite movies. The Mighty Ducks 2, no, no, one of no, my no, favorite that, movies. That's Disney, that's Disney live action. That's completely different. It's the same company. <laughs> Dude, Stanley Yelnats is just as much of a Disney prince as whatever Who? Disney prince. The main character from Holes. Yeah, no one cares. As I can't even name a prince from a Disney movie. It's simple. Prince Charming, Prince Eric. Prince Charming was not a Disney character. You know that, that was that's a folklore character. Now there's Cinderella, Snow White, The Little Mermaid. Yeah. They're, they're not all Disney characters. Disney's not even original. Yeah, no shit. Point me. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm just saying, if, they, if you grew up watching those movies, those those the Disney the Disney cartoons and the Disney yeah, Renaissance I'm a little of the 90s, I, I try to. And then you fucking walk right into Magic Kingdom and you see fucking... Oh, man. I, wait, you, you were born in the 90s? Sure. When I was... You when, see Stitch. When I was five. <laughs> when I was five and I went to Disney, I freaked out because I got to see the... Or five. Well, whatever. However old I think I, mean, I was five. You got brought into the extra so, show. No, but like I got to see the I got to see the army men from Toy Story. That was fucking cool. Right? Is it Toy Story but, like, as Orlando. a fucking 30-year-old dude, like, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, look, it's Snow White! Blah. Like, no, but get you, over it! When you go, when you go, when we go down to your bachelor party, and you go into both Star Wars land... Yeah, Star Wars land's cool. Toy Story land, which is right next to it. I'm not going to Toy Story land. It's in the same park. What's the... What is there? What's the point of that place? Holy shit. What do I they have you, there? I just told you, they have Toy Story Okay, so I get to see Woody, then what? Buzz. Okay, and then what? And then, I don't know, all the other fucking characters in Toy Story. Slinky Dog? No, but like, it's, it's no, but like what's, what's the attractions there for they adults make, that aren't kids? They make rides. 
They make like a roller coaster. They make like a fucking dark ride. All right, you is the is the roller coaster like a Six Flag roller coaster, or is it like a oh. kid roller coaster? Disney doesn't do Six Flag roller coasters. So then, what's the point? Uh, all right, hey, look. let's go to Six Flags for look, my bachelor party. Like, if you want to do Six Flags, that, that will save me literally thousands of dollars yeah, no, to do this. This is going to be an expensive trip. Yeah, I, I don't mind going down to Jefferson, New Jersey <laughs> instead so of Orlando. Universal Park. Islands of Adventure, now that's my that's my style. But Disney... It's two parks. Whatever. We what? just made it... It's the same thing. Regardless, people who make it a part of their personality that they love Disney and Disney World and Disneyland kind of creep me out a little oh, bit. Oh, no. I mean, same I mean, same with people who will constantly wear shirts from their job, but, I mean... I am on video calls all day. I showed up because I came from doing my job. Okay. <laughs> but nice try. So we've padded enough. Uh, so, guys, if you made it this far and not writing a fucking very strongly worded letter to Walt Disney's frozen head... <laughs> Uh, you can find us over at Movie Man Pod on uh, Twitter, Movie Man Podcast on Instagram, Movie Man Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Mikey, where can the Disney folks find you? Uh, God. Uh, Dequats on Twitter, MDQuat. I want you Instagram. to put up a poll for your G Fuel friends about Disney. I'll put up a poll right as soon as we get finished just with this. say, listen to the show that I just did. <laughs> the, the tattoo. Did you see my poll for the tattoo? I was like, if I was to get a tattoo of Nicolas Cage or Guy Fieri, which one would you? I was trying to look for, for someone photoshopping Guy Fieri. Surprise! Yeah, surprise! That didn't happen. Like a face off. Right. That would have been perfect. I was looking for that too. Yeah. But like, it was a fifty-fifty stalemate with like two hundred and fifty votes. I think you should do it. <laughs> one arm Guy Fieri, one arm Nicolas Cage. Or just a Nicolas Cage face-off like, movie. Like, uh, fucking uh, Constantine. <laughs> oh yeah, like this. <laughs> like when these forces combine so flavor my, time. My community has a very uh, has a very good understanding of yeah. what's up. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's where you can find me. Uh, Brian, thank you for letting me hop on here. Yeah, you picked this it. movie, so all right. I did. Yeah. So we talked about it for 12 minutes, and then we just <laughs> shit on Disney for the rest. <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week.